When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, boy. That's a perfect way to start the pod. Uh, <laughs> what, me moving this microphone stand a lot? Yeah. <laughs> making a lot of noise? Uh, so we're recording. No Desmond. Uh, all right, so Desmond's got a family emergency going on right now but he is he is also for what it's worth messaging me about the game so um his (laughs) what (laughs) nothing nothing um in all seriousness hope everything's going good over there with desmond and his uh and and everything that he's dealing with and and that his uh family is dealing with but uh we got a podcast to record so we're gonna record it um uh this is through the island podcast um I I'm your host today, and uh, my co-host is Scott. Hey, what's going on? I am the co-host for the day. I'm taking Mike's spot. <laughs> so, what's the what what was the last episode that you were on? I don't remember, man. Uh, I remember saying you had your head up your ass about something. Uh, okay, probably avalanche related. Desmond thought that was cool. I don't remember a whole lot besides that. All right. So here's here here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. I I think that this is. I, I was thinking about the analogy before where like once in a while I'll turn on one of my pods that has like multiple hosts. And I see that, like, I, I understand that, that I, I, I butt heads a little bit with, with, uh, our, our listenership in terms of <laughs> some of the things that I say and do and represent. <laughs> and perhaps Desmond uses them in a predatory way against you. And, and so he's, he's kind of garnered some kind of army that, that definitely, He's got like this little Desmond army, and I, honest to God, don't really know if I've got many <laughs> listeners. Do you think it's are... wise to call the army little? Do you, do, you, <laughs> do you think insulting them directly to their faces on this podcast is a good idea? <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna hop right into it. We're gonna hop right into it, and and we're we're not gonna start with, but but you know, I I know that there is a um subject matter that that people don't love when i speak on is the avalanche yeah are um, we starting with this already no 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 no. we're oh, gonna wait yeah. until deeper on the pod i'm gonna i'm gonna like and i'm gonna be really brief about it too i'm gonna sure. be really brief about it i'm gonna save any kind of longer conversation that desmond wants to have about the islanders and the abs the next pod that we do or the next time that they play each other um so full disclosure right now me and scott just finished up doing some vocal demoing for uh, some demos, and yeah. now we're watching while we record the the end of this Senators Islanders game. There's about 14 minutes left in the third, it's tied two to two. Islanders got honestly out of a, a pretty big pickle. Oh, oh yeah. Oh hello. boy. Oh whoa. 
must thought, be really funny because uh... everyone listening to this knows what happened already. Right. Yeah. Just <laughs> shouting about it. Um, and uh, yeah, just in case anyone doesn't know, uh, my name's Scott. I'm in Mike's band. Um, I'm also in 300 IQ Militia. Yep. And um, that's all you need to know. Yep. That's uh, that is all you need to know. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hop right into it. I mean, I I put down. I created a little bit of an outline. I put down. Because you haven't been on the pod since the summer, you know, I, I was going to ask how your summer slash hockey consumption during the summer was. <laughs> Keep it brief. I mean, you know, I, 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 I think I've talked about it because we did the, um, uh, the Bailey Ares pods, where like you know, it's my my thing is like I play my fifteen minute chill, my fifteen minute game of chill every morning while I drink my pre workout, and so that's like during the summer. That's the extent of it. Yeah, um, it's, it's pretty similar for me. I mean, the, the extent of my hockey summer uh, consumption was pretty much playing NHL 23, winning the Stanley Cup as the Islanders, just to cut, sort of foreshadow what's going to actually happen <laughs> in the real world. And uh, I listened to the Josh Bailey Ares pod. That, that was sure. some consumption. Whatever, you know, random 32 thoughts interviews got spat sure. out over the summer. I, I'd pop them on just to kind of keep my head fresh. But I think... Staying away from hockey on a grander scale is probably good for me during the summer because I'm so entrenched in during the year. Oh. oh, never mind. Bad stick. Yeah, just good just stick. just so deep into it during the year that it's 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 probably hell. Oh boy. Oh two boy. Bad two on one. Yeah, this is horrible this is, podcasting. This is, it's, it's, this is awful. Listening to people watch a game that happened already is awesome. Uh, especially because it's so. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Look at the tracks both clip. Oh man, <laughs> nothing's getting ed- that was edited. Cool man. Yeah. So, all right. You know what? This is this is a really good jumping off point. <laughs> no, Noah Dobson just scored to put the Islanders up three Dude, to Noah two. Noah Dobson having having like he's kind of put into the haters the last couple games. You know, and and there are many. There are many. There was a guy who I feel like dedicated most of his Twitter life last year to hating on Noah Dobson, Josh Bailey guy style. Um, but he's he's having a rough couple games here, that guy, not Dobson, because yeah. Dobson just uh just fucking potted one, buddy. He he deleted he deleted his Twitter. Awesome. He got air quotes, oh, wow. got hacked. He got he got hacked. And ever since he got hacked, you know who probably hacked him, man? Lane. Lane probably, Lane, probably Lane, hacked Lane was him, probably like that, and that's good coaching. We're talking like a like a Babcock phone situation. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he yeah. stole his phone out of the yeah. locker room or something, and then, <laughs> and then um, he started he started like blocking people. Maybe 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 Lane Lambert saw Dobson looking at Twitter too much and just being like putting his head in his hands and like <laughs> sweating and shit when he's reading all these tweets. And Lane's like, it's not good for him. So he took it and he opened up um, X. Right, and then sure. just just started blocking all the haters and losers. Think think about it from from the band perspective. Uh, you know, obviously a lot less people tweeting about us. But I, I like, disagree with that. The the very few, and you know, it, it is generally the people who are going to tweet about us aren't going to tweet because they most people know that bands, smaller bands, are on Twitter and they're going to read like if someone was like, "Man, this Cryptodira band fucking sucks." Like they're seeing us open for whoever between the buried and me, whoever we're on tour with. Um, you ever wish that happened more? I do. P- part of me wishes that happened a, a little, little more. bit. I like the vague ones where uh, it was the last Intervals tour that we did, the the headliner in 2021, November, December. And the first date, it was I think it was in Michigan. And there was there was someone who tweeted, uh, I took a bunch of drugs and I'm watching Cryptodira and I have no idea what the hell is going on right now. <laughs> that that's cool because it could right. be it, it could be cool or bad. And yeah. I, I like that we put this person in a state of flux. Right, right. Um but yeah, no, think about it from the, the very few times where it's like you get a bad review 
or you get like a um just like you know you see see something that's like someone poking fun or like uh, uh, criticizing the band, and you're like, you have no fucking idea how hard we're working, and and like to think about it from that perspective, and think about Noah Dobson, who like, you know, I, he's he's a human being, so of course this is going to affect him, but it's it's one of those things where like, he's reading this probably, and he's like, these fucking idiots have no idea one how hard hockey is <laughs> at this level, and in general, honestly, and two, um, you know, just like. What 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 is going on with me? So like I I completely get the you you block it all out and and don't even make it a factor anymore. Yeah. Um. I mean, hockey, and then all of a sudden, Twitter's not necessarily a fucking uh, good place to be looking at anything. No, yeah. No. You're on the Islanders. <laughs> it's no. It's it's any. And I maintain this just like you know just just like we we've, we've always talked about and you agree. It's every base is terrible. Oh. And yeah. it's like I I always say like you, you're unhappy with the team. Go on. It, check out whoever's playing tonight. Go on what the starting lineup is. Check out their beat reporter, and the the first eight replies are going to be, "This coach is a fucking moron." Yeah, especially uh, when like <laughs> it's like, "Oh, we they got to be a real organization." Like insert X, Y, or Z, and then sure. you go to that team's Twitter account. It's like, man, I hope everyone who runs this team fucking dies in their right. sleep. Right, right. Outside of like the lightning of the last few years, and like you know, I, I, but even then, you, you, even you, then, you man. have the freaks. You really do. Um, but, but so I wanted, because Dobson just scored that goal, which hopefully is the game winning goal. Um, I imagine it is. Let's <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, that's a big swing. Oh man. There's um, like, there's like, there's like, there's like nine minutes people left, right yeah. now. who are just cooking me like that right. fucking asshole ruined it for everybody. Um, so I had later on in the outline standout players and then we'll get into kind of their current record as this game, as this game ends. Sure. Yeah. Um, has anyone stood out for you? Like we've got, what, how many games are in this season? Is this this is going to be six, I think right? So. Two, They're, two, and one. So this yeah. will be six. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I, I know like the the points aren't exact. I mean. They're not like lighting up the score sheet, but I like the first line, man. Like, and by the first line, I mean the two guys right. that are on the first line. I, I, whoever's on, you know, whoever the third player is, it, it, it kind of doesn't matter. But I think. Like everyone talked about, well, yeah, full year of Horvat and Barzell and all that, and yep. it, so far to me, it's delivered. Like I don't, I think maybe the expectations need to be tapered off a little bit from people. Yeah, but like just just to see them click and they're 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 finding each other all over the ice. Yep, there's there's no there's no like incompatibility that I can see and. To me, that's just the kind of thing that that you give it a little more time, they're going to start rolling. I mean, not that they're not scoring. I mean, Barzell yep. scored a couple goals. Horvat scored assisted. tonight, yeah. which was a power play, but still he scored tonight. And like sure. you said, Barzell just assisted on this Dobson goal while, um, you know, yeah. uh, that first line was on the ice. So for me, on the positive note, I think the first line's clicking great. Obviously, second line was on fire for a couple games, mm-hmm. just pulling most of the weight, and Brock Nelson just starting like he always does. Yeah consistent if not anything else and stand out bad um which i decided i'm adding to this <laughs> uh, dude what's going on with my man adam pelic man what's <laughs> is he all right i'm not gonna dog on him because he's so cool it's he, just like is he okay he just took a tough penalty uh before like this was while we were all we were breaking down the vocal stuff and we were getting set up because we got like two laptops we were and this this is a little little msg plus app side tangent but the uh you're tracking vocals on one laptop, yeah. and I'm trying to get the Islanders game on my laptop. Uh, and it's like every fucking time I log on to MSG Plus, it tells me that my password or my username is wrong. Yeah. And 
and like you just had this this happen to you as well. Yeah. So I they they came out with this new fucking thing, MSG Plus, which is funny because like every streaming service is plus, but MSG already had MSG Plus as a TV channel, but yep. now they have MSG Plus the app and subsequently rebranded the TV channels. Two on one, two on one. Oh boy, two on one. Oh, ah, yeah, man. that's fine. Anyway. Uh, for those listening, that was the Pajot and Sezika's two-on-one that you know they didn't score. At 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah, 11 minutes, 14 seconds left. Yeah, so I, I, they just made this new thing, and it's like, okay, make make your account, MSG+. Plus. I'm like, all right, here we go. I make the account. I remember the password. I just fucking made it like 20 seconds ago. My brother wanted to use it the other day. I gave him the password. So I have a text conversation with the password and him saying, cool, I'm in, right? I go to log in today. I use that exact password, that exact email address, and it does not fucking work. Yeah. So I don't know if that's related to him using my account and MSG getting cute or what, but I changed the password to the exact same password, and now we're back. It's, it is funny where the my my constant run-in uh, with this, this service is I type in my username, which remains the same every time. I type in my password, and it's like, nah, that's the wrong password, man. <laughs> and I'm like... All right, I guess I'll fucking reset my password. I reset it, and I'm like, all right, let me just put in the password that I thought it was, I guess. And they're like, you already used that password, man. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, when did I? I didn't reset it, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, hey, Ottawa penalty here, buddy. Yeah, and the Islanders are buzzing a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, no, MSG sucks. Standout bad Pelic. Yeah, Pelic. So, while we were setting up, Pelic took a pretty tough tripping penalty. Um, just... Uh, I think the best way to put it is I've noticed he's been a step slow, uh, kind of like a step behind and, and pinching when he doesn't have to going for like, uh, it was the, the game. Uh, what was the last game? Uh, not the Avs game. Uh, it was, was the, Avs the Avs game. game. The Avs game. He, he pinches on and it's the, the goal to put the Avs yeah. up, uh, four to three or yeah. five to four rather. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rantanen goal where he kind of, he steps up at, I forget what as player it was um, when, you know, it's a three on two and it's just one of those things where like just mistakes he didn't used to make. Yeah. It, it feels a little like he was so good at making like those kinds of judgment calls in the last handful of games or really most, I guess the whole year so far. Do you think it's the brain situation? No. Are you, are you, Cause big CTE is trying to <laughs> tell us that it's the brain situation. Yes. Yeah. I big doctor. It's, it's tough to like, I really feel like, and this is partly why I'm glad that you're on um, instead of Desmond six games in, because, you know, Desmond will make slightly bigger sweeping statements about the state of the team. You know he's going to listen to this podcast, right? Okay. 100%. He's going to be the first person, the second that it's uploaded, he's going to listen. <laughs> you're not going to let him hear it before it's uploaded? I mean, he can if he wants to. Um <laughs> But I do feel like I think I need ten games before I may, and you know yeah that's fair. Th- this this is both a, a dig at Desmond to be funny, but also it's a dig at myself too, where it's like I'm definitely less critical of the team. I'm surprised ten games for you usually are more like yeah, I need about seventy five <laughs> to ninety games just to <laughs> yeah into the playoffs. That's, just that's to, well into the second round. Yeah, just, just to really gauge what's going on. Yeah, you need um, about I think I need about ten games. It's just one of those things where like. Six six games. I'm gonna be like, we gotta we gotta fire this guy into the sun. No. I've seen, you know, I've watched too much hockey in my life to know that like one goal scoring goal scoring is streaky. But this isn't goal scoring, right? This no. is this is like judgment calls, mental which lapses. I then talk myself into maybe he just needs to kind of ease himself back into playing 
you know, you take the entire summer off. I mean, the, the game is played inherently differently in October. It is. It, it, it always is. is. There's a whole lot of this. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be pulling this straight out of my ass, but I believe I heard that scoring is typically higher in October. It, is. it absolutely is. Until because, things tighten up. Yeah, the, the you know, everyone's system is kind of getting tweaked, especially. I mean, on that, coaches. do we think that, you know, Adam Pellick's not adjusting quite as well to the, the not Barry Trot system? Yeah. I mean, I know, That's I mean, Adam Pellick individually is excellent and always was, but like. The Barry Trotz system and era, I mean, it, it made him a shining star where perhaps before that, I've said it like a couple of years ago, I was like, I never thought about Adam Pellick before this besides, this guy's all right, whatever. And well, like, I remember, when, you know, obviously this is way back when, but the he was young when but. he got uh, protected in the expansion draft, everyone yeah. was kind of like, this is a little fucking nuts, so. Yeah. Um, and and that was obviously good foresight by management who, who knew what kind of player that they had, but... <sighs> The, the the toughest thing oh this laptop let me just make sure we're still recording oh boy, oh boy. not editing any of this out either all right no, we're no, still no, good no. Yeah, we're, right. we're, yeah. we're good we're good the toughest thing um for me yeah about all of this is like like yeah so I'm t- I'm constantly wavering between like give him a little bit but you but you're right where it's like is is he just not adjusting well to this system and and I want to do an episode at some point. Because like this is these are buzzwords for a lot of people. System, this coach's system, that coach's sure. system, and 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 in truth, if you put these guys like numberless, uh, uh, two videos next to each other, and like from one from the Trotz era, one from the Lane era, and you go, whose system is whose? Yeah. Like that'd be fun. A lot of people would be like, you know, they they wouldn't know what to look for. So it's yeah. like again, a buzzword for a lot of people. I'm I would love to figure out a way to better put into words what. Barry's system versus what Lane's system is. Yeah. Obviously, the 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 words that we hear with Lane, which we talked about before, are quick, 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 and with with Barry, the 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 big thing, less so him talking about, but more uh, people talk, more other people talking about it, was the uh, yes, a um, lot of shots from the outside, lo- low danger shots, right? St- and that's structure, and yeah, and, and like uh, stingy and. To me, it was always quality over quantity when it came to shots. To me, less about going from the perimeter as well. Right. I, I, I mean, again, maybe that's a good exercise in and of itself. I never thought of the trots there as perimeter shots. I thought of the trots there as like they just don't shoot a lot. And I, when I they meant do, specifically defensive wise. Like oh, sure, the yeah. other team, like limiting the intent. Oh yeah, yes. absolutely. I didn't mean yeah. yeah. If anything, yes, it's it was less shots, more quality, less quantity. Right. The anti Carolina Hurricanes, who f- I fucking hate, by the way. <laughs> And I'm, I'm not going to get into a whole fucking thing with that team is so boring and they suck. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think the lane system, I, I see forwards flying the defensive zone faster. Um, you know, you'll notice a, a defender or, or a wing or something grabbing the puck down by the circle. And you'll see Barzell or Sezikis even just, just rolling the zone a lot quicker, trying to make that transition faster. Whereas I felt like Trot's era breakout was a lot more of like a controlled unit flying up the ice in the in, Yes. A more calculated. It way. was it was quite literally more like I was watching I was I was watching a team practice. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I, I I think that that's a fun summer pod kind of breaking down structure and what what is and what isn't. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, but but regardless, it's a it's a good question. Is is he just uh taking time to adjust to this structure? I don't know. Um. This structure in the system. Um, I think this year will be the decider because last year he showed some signs. There was the brain situation. Yeah, I need, and I, then now it's like a full year of the post brain situation, and the, the 
the the, the lane situation, the post brain current lane situation, where where Adam <laughs> that's, Bellick that's an episode title post brain current lane situation to see you know where he's headed as a player maybe I mean he's put a lot of hard minutes on his body too, always playing against uh, top competition typically yeah. getting crunched quite a bit and looking at l- looking at all right so they play. They play the Jackets on Saturday. They play the Red Wings on Monday, who who are playing unbelievably. Um, and do they play anyone on Wednesday? Let's find out. Uh, November 1st? They don't. So it's like two more games until likely what the next pot will be. So that puts me at what? Eight games played, right? So still even then, I'm, I'm going to need to like the next real pod with Dez for me to make a definitive how I feel like Adam Pellick shakes out the rest of the year. And it's got a lot to do with partners, too, which we'll oh, get yeah. to line up and stuff. Um, yeah, I think Desmond was was musing on p- putting Pollock Pellick back together. Sure. Which is sure. a fair question at this juncture. Uh, but but if if Dobson is kind of playing really well. Which he is. Um, yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, as far as standouts go, uh, all good things to look out for. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess my my standouts are kind of the same as yours. We'll get to situation status because I feel like that's both the overarching status of the team, but also like there's a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. I guess like the standout players, the only one left out because we talked about Brock, we talked about the first line, talked about Dobson, and then on the the bad side we talked about Pellick. Um, is Wallstrom, which is like mm. my jersey investment is looking really tough right mm, now. Your fake jersey investment. My fake jersey investment. <laughs> your, your $46 after tax and shipping <laughs> investment. My, my mother, unbelievable. Uh, I guess she just doesn't, she would do just doesn't love you enough, I guess. Maybe maybe if there's a little more love, then I get the real money jersey. does equate to love. Then I, then, I, then I get the real jersey. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's fine. I, so, so, again... Going back to because we still got you know six minutes left in this game, I'm going kind of backwards with the with, with the outline. Then. That's all right. Back it up. We were talking system. We were we were we were just now talking system. Now, yeah, I have down here want slash needs. Mm-hmm. Like I I think this is best paired with what I had was ideal lineup with current roster. Right. So because there's six minutes left in this game and kind of I I feel like what I've seen of Wallstrom. And Holmstrom is kind of similar to what I have the last handful of games. Yeah. Um, I think that this is completely fine to kind of, unless one of these guys scores a hat trick or does something insane, both good or bad, uh, to kind of sway our opinion in this last six minutes. Which, you know, let's be real, neither of those guys is sniffing the ice, actually. No, not at all. Protecting a one-goal game. Um, It's kind of... The, the the lineup is set in stone in terms of like who is with the t- up with the team I feel like I think for so, right too. now for right yeah. now like because you're not you're you're not uh dropping Wallstrom down to the AHL no I, I think it takes one of either a pretty rough injury or an absolutely awful stretch to get one of these guys sent down and and take a look at somebody you know in, in the AHL yeah so so with with the team currently constructed and, and who you have to pick from. Yeah. You're kind of swapping between uh, Holmstrom, Wallstrom, Fashing, Fashing and Gautier. 
I'm not really sw- uh, including Gautier yet, to be honest, because I haven't seen enough of him. Uh, and, and put it this well, way, that, like that, I mean, factor that in, in 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 a sense of like, do you do you want to see more of this guy? You know what I mean? I, I, it's, it's has anyone fucked. given you the like like that's a perfect that's a perfect thing for like if Wallstrom is kind of like, but you know then then you've got fashion to go to as well. Who I feel like you're gonna pivot to before you do Gautier. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel the same amount of excitement at this current moment in time. This is not like all the time, but currently about Holmstrom, Fashing and Wallstrom. I have okay. seen all three guys play this year so far and none of them have made me hate them and none of them have impressed me. Right. In this like Fashing doesn't like at least so far you know in his full NHL role now doesn't have at least in the couple games he played the same juice that he had, you know, last year where he seemed with this fucking just insatiable locomotive train that could not be taken off a of puck at times. He only got a couple of games, but you know, he, he looked like he was trying to, but it, sure. it wasn't, it wasn't happening quite yet. Um, Holmstrom, I truly mean this when I say I don't notice him on the ice that much. And that's not always bad. Cause I, I feel like I'm never going fucking Holmstrom, man. It's sure. going to suck. It, it, you never, I never say that, but I can't remember the last time I was like, dude, what a play, Holmstrom. I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah. You watched the last half of that Avs game. He did score. Yeah, and and, and, and and he looked okay. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, he looks okay most of the time. I feel like when you're given a chance with, with two players as good as Horvat uh, and, and Barzell, it, you kind of do a little more with it, and that goes for Wallstrom, too, because he got some time up on that line and looked not a whole lot better than Holmstrom, you know? And... I guess the only thing that still leans me toward – I'm a little bit of a Wallstrom apologist, too. I feel like at the end of the day, what he has that the other two guys don't have is he still has some fucking weird natural shot that is just hard. Yeah. It's hard. Like, he's not the smartest player. He's certainly not the biggest guy. doesn't protect the puck all that well. He plays but, big some sometimes. Well, yeah, when he gets pissed, like, he's yeah. uh, he seems to throw a weird hit here and there. But he's the guy that if the puck rolls to him in the slot, in the right place, I I'm I got one of those three guys in front of me. And I'm putting twenty dollars down. Who's scoring? I'm picking Wallstrom. Like he, if the puck yeah. bounces out to him, even if he doesn't do anything particularly well to get himself into position to score, if it just happens to happen, he's probably sinking it over Holmstrom or Fashing. But that's not the whole game. That, yeah. That's one part of the game. So, Gautier, yeah, I mean, he was uh, certainly on the ice when he played. I mean, <laughs> speedy. Like so, he played. Uh oh god what games did he play? He's played two games I believe so far. Um I think so too. Was it the Sabres game? Yeah, the, the second, second Sabres game. Sabres game. And and maybe that Devils game? I don't really it. remember. Yeah, yeah. So and and so I was we'll go through it. We'll do a quick game by game uh when this game ends. Um but I didn't watch the Devils game. I did watch the Sabres game. Yeah. And um the second Sabres game I watched. Mm. And he he did look quick. He looked quick, which is that that little. I know Desmond really wants to see more of him, um, but yeah. Uh, but but so with with all these guys, it is the two that you want to see right now in the lineup. Is it Holmstrom and uh, Wallstrom? Yeah, or- I th- I think so. And, and and I say that with a short leash. Like I I do currently think I want to see the most of those guys. If they start getting bodied a little bit, I think Fashion draws in for Holmstrom. Um, and if Wallstrom really just makes fucking nothing of it, then it's, then it's back to just being a dice roll again. And like, I'm waiting for one of these guys to grab attention like Fashing did last year. If he, if he just shows up and he's the way he was at the end of the last season, like then that's fucking his job to lose then. you know. I'm curious to see what Lane does because provided they come through with this win, 
my most of what I've seen of Wallstrom has been him playing on the fourth line with Martin and Sezikis. Yeah. Which is like not – I said Wallstrom, not Holmstrom, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not – it's it's obviously not the type of role that either of us think that he will be successful in. But I understand why – I understand why the coach puts him there because he – If he's not being successful in the role that he's given, then and, he's not going to be given that role anymore. And I look to – I go, okay, he's got no goals, you know. But we're – four. he's played four games, so – He's got no goals to play, but he, and now in the last couple of games he's been on the fourth line, so it's it's this kind of push and pull of like, would I take him out for fashing? I think I would take him out before I took Holmstrom out, but also you could talk me out of that yeah. in a sense that's like, either take him out and play fashing, and then insert him when he's got watches a couple more from the press box, maybe they lose one, or, um, or or bump him up. Bump him up, start him out. You know, I understand if you have to go back to you, you start the next game out uh, with him bumped up to the third or first line. Cause it I looks like, it. according to Andrew Grossi, it looks like he did start today on the third Didn't, line. So, At least it was written that way in warm-ups. I don't know if that's how the game actually started. But. Sure. Should that, I, to be clear, first period, didn't watch because we were we were tracking vocals and I was uh, I was deep into that. But, yeah, that's so so kind of the same same idea. Clearly, it seems like. Me and Lane had um, great minds. Yeah, you and you and Lane Lambert, good, fam- Lane, famously good friends. Lane the main brain. Lane um, the main brain, post brain Lane game. <laughs> so insane. It's tough to like even with a win and and Wallstrom not, you know, being demoted to the fourth line and not scoring. You go, is uh, you know is. Is, is he going to get scratched for fashion? Uh, or or Gautier, because he's going to play too. I don't know. I, I do I, – I like on paper the Islanders forward, forward depth, and, and I, I like the roster. I really do. Um, I'll say I, I like the forward group, but I, I think I'll just maybe push back a little on the depth. I think that's actually the major problem here is that there isn't enough of it. I mean, I think the guys that are good are good, but the holes that are there are like – Man, we're all still talking about who's playing on that first line. And honestly, I don't like Anders Lee on the first line. Yeah. I just don't. I, I don't think he's been good on the first line in a, in a while. And I understand why Lane's got him there now because it's kind of become like, all right, who the fuck goes up there then? It's not Holmstrom. It's not Wallstrom, apparently. It, I guess it's, it's going to have to be Lee. Like, it, they're running out of options already on the first line, and it's kind of just... I see what you mean about depth. Uh, I guess, like, put it this way. if If, and, you know, this is obviously... Any team would be, oh, well, you know, we got a real legitimate first line winger. Then the rest of the depth looks really good. Of course, that's so that's uh, a, a funny thing to say, but it it is true. Where it's like, I like those four. I like those four guys that we're talking about. Like, yeah. like there's none of those guys. Am I like? I don't know why this guy's. Yeah, with uh, that's team. why I said none of them have like stood out negatively to me in a way where I'm like, this guy's got to go, man. It's just like. No one's grabbing that torch and taking the job. That's that, so. That's where I'm coming from when I say I like the depth. But I understand what you're saying, where it's like you need uh, one more piece of higher end talent. Yeah, I mean, think about this. I'm looking at the lineup right now, and I'm like, okay, Lee Horvat, Barzell. I don't like Lee there. If you get one guy, like one, I know. Again, like you said, like it's just a funny thing like to just say. find a fucking thirty goal scorer. Even if it's not, even if it's a twenty or twenty five goal scorer, they're not easy to find. But if you find one somehow through any kind of avenue. And you bump Anders Lee now where he probably belongs on a third line. Everything sure. looks a lot different now all of a sudden. Like just by that one player. This Islanders lineup right now looks a lot to me like if one guy was injured. 
but no one's injured, you know? And like, sure. I kind of feel like what's going to happen if and when somebody is injured. Now you have to play like as many as like three of, of Wallstrom, Holmstrom, Gauthier and Fashing. And none of them are particularly impressive right now. And as it stands, you need two in the lineup. What if you need three? I think the guys that, you know, again, another funny thing for me to say, but if, Either of those guys, because I do think that while Wallstrom has the shot that we talk about, I do think Holmstrom has some offensive sensibility where it's like you could see him flipping a switch and and kind of turning into a uh, a guy you could put on the first line. I'm not going to say a first line NHL winger, but like a guy you could slot in if someone's hurt. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so, you know, in in my whole defense of I like the depth, I don't mind you someone gets hurt and you have to play those three guys provided Wallstrom or Holmstrom shows that they can kind of hang with yeah. the big boys which I I do think that Wallstrom has the ability to I just you know he's young and and these things are like very delicate at that age between both what he his his confidence out on the ice plus the the what the coaches the opportunities that they give him and how much they trust him you know like yeah. the the leash it's it, it is a delicate balance that's why it's why it's a hard hard job he's a tough spot too just in general i mean like he's certainly been given some opportunities and even in a top line role so it, there's no making excuses for him there but like you know he's playing for a team that's older he's playing for a team that doesn't have a lot of time to fuck around if that makes any sense yeah absolutely like i think in a way oliver wallstrom succeeds more if he's playing for a, a really bad team that's just like hey man yeah. like get out there fucking have some fun you know get a lot of minutes play in all situations and it's not the Islanders like like a contender. It seems like although they are going to win the Stanley Cup, but like it doesn't. You don't put them in that like conversation of like your Avalanche Vegas. So oh boy, oh man, Islanders win. Islanders win. They're in a no Dobson uh, game winning goal by the way. Yes. Like just like I fucking said, <laughs> just, the, they're like you. Are they a on paper contender? No, but that's the they're they're tricky in the sense that. We we talked about this and we we hear people talk about it who actually watch the team. Are they going to challenge for a President's Trophy? No. No. Um, are they going to win the Stanley Cup? It's possible. Yes. That's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing where it's like they're to me a uh, and I said I said a two three seed in their division. Um, Desmond said three or wild card one. Fine. Yep, yep, that so that's like it's like our contenders do they do they fall into wild card one? No, but but they in in my opinion this team is built like a playoff team should be built. Yeah. And so, they're built different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like it's it's tricky to say like what like we were talking about, you know, Wallstrom on a contender versus so and you know, the Islanders aren't a contender on paper, but but they're not a team that's got a lot of time to let a kid figure it out. Right, that, right. That's really what it comes down to. The team's fucking old. Like, that's just the way it is. They're not, like, insane old. Like, I think people definitely overstate that. But the truth is they, they're not, like, working with, like, a whole young group of forwards. It's like, oh, these Which guys got seven bad. years together. It's you know? good and bad. Of course it is. They're seasoned. They're ready to go. But, like, you know, Wallstrom does not have time to figure it out. And yeah. 
He's been certainly given enough opportunities. I'm not going to act like he's getting the short end. Cause I'm, I'm certainly not a Walsh from short end person either. I was seeing a bunch of those, you know, yeah. like, like his burner account. <laughs> um, but he, he's certainly in like a weird spot where I find he's gotten in simultaneously enough leash and perhaps not enough leash at the same time. It's depending on like the situation yeah, he's been put in. Yeah, it's a delicate balance. And uh, he is <sighs> – yeah, I need uh, – I, I think everyone does another – He's played four games. I need I need another five, six games from him yeah. for me to really see. Um, so we'll see. We'll we'll monitor that situation. Certainly, yeah. Um, Desmond's got him on fraud alert. Fraud alert. alert. Fraud watch. Fraud watch. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, so, you know, De- I, Desmond said uh, 13 minutes ago, Bullduke has played five minutes this game. That's a guy I don't believe in, man. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't think I'm breaking any ground by saying I think I'm way off the Bull Duke train, man. <laughs> Tom, Thomas Hickey made fun of him on the broadcast. The really? Other. What did he say? He, it was, you know, I don't want to say that he was, like, pointing out. He he said something where he was, like, uh, he missed he missed uh, uh, an assignment or something like that. And he was, like, I don't want to poke fun at uh, the new, you know, the, the young player, Sam Balduck, but... And so I'm like Tom Hickey singling this guy out on the broadcast to to, to highlight a mistake, which is pretty. I funny. mean, and which which Desmond I remember was saying, "You trust Hickey more than like would you like the suit current, up suit up yeah. Thomas Hickey?" I'm a Thomas Hickey apologist, man. Yeah, I, 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 not I that know, I have to like, apologize for him; he's fucking awesome. And anyone who had shit to say about that guy, is just fucking sure, stupid. sure. I you know, but um, but Bolduke, he stunk like a hot pile of shit in the summer last year in the playoffs, and I'm I was over it then. And I'll say he's been better than that. Like he hasn't play, actively, like co- yeah, exactly. It's kind of hard to cost your team goals when you're not fucking playing. And you're not fucking playing because Lane is afraid you're going to cost them goals. So yeah, that's that's the thing I feel about this team is they're they're kind of dope when they're when they're all together. But man, it feels very fragile. Scott, the cross check king went down, and it, and suddenly that back end looks like a fucking just flaming pile of shit. It's yeah. bad. I, I, the team that was like, you ever like, I, we, this has been beaten in the ground too, but hearing broadcasters still talk about the Islanders like a stingy team, stingy team, yeah. no offense. They don't give you a lot defensively either. I'm like. Dog, the Islanders have been just letting guys walk through the zone the last like the, sixty-eight games. Of the, anyone? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And again, and this is a per, this is kind of a perfect. Uh, we'll put a cap on, you know, kind of talking the roster. Well, we we never answered the question. All right, I'm gonna get. What's the question? I'm gonna get all. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in a circle all back to this. Bring it home. I'm gonna I'm. <laughs> we're gonna work our way there. Let's get there. Let me just say. All right, we're get there. Let's go. So your ideal lineup with the current roster is the two guys that are in. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, okay. it's a hard question, but like the answer is yes for now. Yes, but ask me next week. Of course, that's fine. Uh, I think I'm. <laughs> and when we say current lineup, you mean who's available currently? Exactly. Like as in, I can't put Scott Mayfield in for Bull Duke right now. He's gonna. Yeah, no. He okay. as, uh, he will heal, and that that will. Nature will heal itself. The cross checking. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like the team all healthy. Who are you, who are you picking? All healthy. I'm picking Mayfield, Aho, obviously, and Polak, Romanov, Dobson, Pelik is what what is what I have yeah. down right now. Yeah, but, yeah. That's I think that's that's fairly. Yeah, I think obvious. I think everyone is kind of in the same. It's boat. really those four. It's really yeah. those four. You pick two: Holmstrom or Wallstrom. Yeah, it's, Holmstrom it's, or Wallstrom. It's, it's Holmstrom or Wallstrom currently. Yeah, yeah, that's it for me. I guess. Uh for the sake of being a little bit different. No, because Holmstrom had a good game the, uh, against the Avs. 
I mean, I'm going to say wanna... roll with the two. They just they just got off a win, and then and then I need to I need to reevaluate in the next two games. G- give me fashion if Wallstrom really really yeah. Fucking if we have another situation, <laughs> if we have another situation like Wallstrom goes goalless and he's kind of demoted because because Lane doesn't like what he sees. Then scratch him for fashing. Let's yeah. see if a little bit of time in the uh, in the press box does him good. Um, he didn't have enough of that last year, and so because of that, <laughs> uh, he was nursing an injury. Um, uh, he just wasn't watching. When he was I know it's different injury. when you're healthy. I feel like, um, but okay, he was playing Nintendo Switch in the first box. That would be awesome. <laughs> playing um, PSP that he found at the thrift store. Um, you know, did I tell you that Jeremy? Oh yeah, no. bought my girlfriend's PSP. Well, she gave it to him. Yeah. And he's he like was watching movies on it and yes. shit, and he, it's like a two-inch thr- screen. He goes to the thrift store every Wednesday, and he does his little like, he, you know, he grabs whatever Blu-rays he can, and he's running into PSP uh, movies now. Where UMD discs, they're yep. called. Yeah, he grabbed like something in. He had like Step Brothers. He tried to get something about Mary because he saw it there, oh, yeah. and he purchased it. And then when he went right. home and opened it, it was Talladega Nights. That's what and happened. He, and then he just figured he'd watch Which is it. Fine. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's like all right. Yeah. Uh, so, something about Mary, better movie in my opinion, but that's that. I feel like that. I feel like uh, Desmond might push back on me, but I feel like Desmond might be a Talladega Nights. You think guy. he's a Will Ferrell apologist? Yeah, I feel like Desmond might like Step Brothers. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah, and, I could see that. And uh, the kind of under the radar best of all of the boner comedies, Old School. I didn't see Old School. That's the basketball one, right? No, that no. is. Um, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I forget what the, the name is, of that he's got movie the, is. The, the hair and shit. That uh, semi pro. That's, that's the that one. Is. That's yep, what. What's that's old semi-pro. school? Old school is like 2004. I want to say that is like the. It's like the first wave of when we're kind of in middle school. Better, uh, better that's times. like the first wave of the early 2000s. 2003. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, they're in a. Will Ferrell's in a frat. He's having, he's, you know, it's Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn. What do you, what more do you want? I'll throw on the watch list just, just below it's, all it's the where, it's, insane it's, Korean thrillers that we have on there. Yeah, you, you and your, uh, you and your girlfriend mostly just watch like Park Chan Wook movies, but you'll throw. Yeah, uh, it's been the trend lately. Uh, Good you'll stuff. Throw old school in the mix. Although we, we've actually been back on TV lately after we watched Sicario, and then we watched Generation Kill. Oh, then, oh uh, you just went to war for we six went, hours? We went to war for a while, yeah. Uh, then we watched a show called Sharp Objects. Uh, that was pretty depressing. And now uh, we're starting because I've watched every major big television show. I got The Sopranos under my belt, The Wire, all the, all the, all the big ones. The two, those are the two TV shows. Yeah, the two, and, the, and the one that's eluded me because it's, it's way later, but I kept getting put in that conversation was Breaking Bad. And I was yeah. like, I wasn't that interested in it. I really wasn't. You're doing it, um, but we're doing it. She she's already seen it like twice, and I was like, all right, you know what? It's I feel like just to get it on the repertoire. It's de- I definitely so, I mean, it's only on season two. I think we just started. It's certainly not as good as The Sopranos or The Wire. So I'm, I but I gotta stop comparing it to that. Yes, I'm enjoying it. It's really it is really good. It's, it was something I had no interest in. I don't know why. Like the the this the major main characters you saw so much of on the internet I just didn't care about them mm-hmm. it is cool it's it's fun it's a good I, show I like the premise I'm I'm like I I watched like a season and a half and I never I just kind of I like I I you know you know me I like movies more yeah yeah so it's but it's I know that I should go back to it at some point it's good. I want to watch Better Call Saul because I love lawyer stuff yeah. The, courtroom and lawyer drama is that like post breaking bad I, i've is. heard of it is it's, that like uh, it's i think it's like technically a prequel show okay about who he my watch of breaking bad he hasn't even entered the show yet 
So okay, probably hasn't for me either. Then probably not. Um, but I, I hear that it's kind of just a uh, similar to the Wire. The Wire is a uh, searching for paper show. Yeah, uh, with ha- the occasional murder. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's kind of it kind of falls into that the first half at least where it's kind of like you have boxes of documents around you. Yeah, yeah. And you're searching through them. So many documents in the Wire, man. It, right, or we can do this all day. Though. Yeah. So, um, all right. I'm going in, like I said, my roundabout way. <laughs> Where are we going again? Wants, wants and needs. I mean, like, I, I we already kind of covered that, right? Where it's yeah, like, need a fucking guy who can score goals, man. That's it. Need a guy who can score goals. I don't want to have the Zach Parise conversation yet because it kind of just feels <sighs> like you're stings, adding a man. fifth guy to the four. It's kind of fucking stings, man. You know why we're not? Because if Zach Parise was still playing, he would be above all of those guys in my brain already. Oh, 100%. He was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for multiple reasons. 20 but... goals last year. No big deal. Yeah. Under a mil. Yeah, I'll take that again. He, he, of, of course. But, yeah, I don't want to open up creak open up this book yet um why did the book creak i, don't know. <laughs> I think the door would creak not a fucking book Psycho. so i don't want to open i don't want to open that that book yet but i know he is skating um he's skating at home who's that parise yeah that's who the fuck's the, he skating for the backyard ring? he's uh, supposedly he's getting back into game shape uh for just, who <laughs> whoever he, whoever wants to give his, his word his word's not mine it's either the islanders or nothing well, let's let's hope it stays that way. Are we implying that Lou Lamorello said no? No, I'm just saying we that. We just think like, that maybe Zach didn't want to? I'm saying that he supposedly he is skating right now. Getting, like, trying to see if he can get back. In the, he's getting the itch to play again. <laughs> yeah, let's dude. see what happens. Homie's been, like, fucking just eating Chick-fil-A for the last, like, three months. I don't, I don't know, know about they have that. Chick-fil-A in Minnesota, man. They definitely do. Uh, it is the South. So... <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, okay. It, it's the South of Canada. Man, I really wanted to. I I feel like we were doing a circle, and I can't where get back to where to we to? were. But let's. I'm gonna shh, cut it off. I'm gonna cut it off. <laughs> and we did the ideal lineup. We did the wants and needs. We did yeah. the standout players. I'm. Sh- there was something else I was gonna say, but I can't fucking remember. Is it about how you had the Avalanche game on before instead of the Islanders game? No. Yeah. Did you want? I figured we would get to that. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll save date that or never. Later date. I think now is a good time. All right, fine. I was tracking some vocals, man. I'm out here. I'm singing my my little Tuscaloosa heart out, and Mike's got a game on next to me. And I'm I'm. This makes me sound like I shouldn't be even on this podcast, but I've had a really fucking busy week, man. And uh, Mike goes like, "Oh, Kyle Clutterbuck," and I was like, "What?" And I look at my phone. I was like, "Dude, I didn't even fucking realize the Islanders were playing." And I look to my right. With a microphone set up, there's a TV here, and I was like, watching the Avalanche get the fucking brakes beat off them by Pittsburgh three nothing in the second. I was like, wait a minute, the fucking Islanders are on tonight. Like, I must have read the schedule wrong. And I'm like, and you're watching the Avalanche get their fucking asses beat right now in fucking 4K. Are you kidding me? And he's like, well, yeah, I just, I, I just, this TV uh, doesn't have cable. I'm like, so fucking log into one of the 98 MSG apps that don't work and fucking watch the game, man. Islanders were winning two nothing, and he's watching the Avalanche get fu- their their heads used as brooms against Pittsburgh. I wouldn't. By Pittsburgh. I, I, I wouldn't put what it, was the final score, Mike? It was four nothing. Okay. But it, 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 listen, I don't want to get into the Avs Penguins game, but the Avalanche looked better than than the score led on. I believe that they're like the Look, best team on earth, but fuck, man. Here's here's what was going on. My laptop was was I was trying to get the uh-huh. Islanders game on the laptop. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you All weren't right. trying to do shit. You were editing a podcast while this was happening. You're fucking making this up. 
<laughs> you didn't do shit until I yelled at you. I was <laughs> when I finished the podcast. The idea was I was gonna put the Islanders on. Oh, uh, you couldn't put the Islanders on first. It was because of the TV. Oh yeah, you can't. It's <laughs> not 2023 where you can fucking cast this, to nine goddamn devices at the same time. Let's drop this because we're getting nowhere here. Yeah, this yes, is that's what you said. want. This is a. I usually go to bat said. for Mike for the record. I'm not. I'm not quite as militant about it as Desmond is when it comes to like just uh, you chastising him on the abs thing. Listen, you can like two teams, man. That's cool. But like to do what you did today is really you're testing my patience with this shit. <laughs> and I I like the Avalanche too, man. I think they're awesome. They're the team I watch the most in the West. But like. Holy, all right, never mind. Whatever, I'm fucking over this shit. I think this is a good segue to get to um the <laughs> the current record of the Islanders. Oh. Yeah, what is it? Fucking two, two. There's no three, three two, and two and one now. There's three, two, and one now. So through six games, they've got seven points. Okay, so seven possible twelve. Just, just. Not bad. No, it's pretty, pretty it's, solid start. It, it, yeah. I think back to the Devils game when I look at this record because I know you missed it, and boy, it was like the, one of the most frustrating games I've watched in quite a while. And like, here they are against a team that's that's just like very, very, you know, highly lauded as like the, one of the next great things, young, fast, whatever, offensively potent, the whole nine, and they're really playing them pretty fucking well, especially five on five. And they took about 700 penalties, and yeah. it was the worst penalty-killing effort I've ever seen in maybe my entire life from the Islanders. Like, like four – I don't. I can't remember the last time I saw like a 75% power play clip in a game. Yeah. It was fu- – it was got to a point where like the fourth time you're like, here we go, man. Like, here it goes. And it was like instantaneously they scored. And I'm like, this game had no fucking business going to overtime, let alone being lost. Like, it, it was brutal. Absolutely yeah. fucking brutal. So, I mean, to to get there, to get there, Islanders win their first two. Yes. Um, and like, look good, look good. That's the best way to put look it. Look like, good. Look good against the Sabers. They scored a good, a good bad goal at the end of the game. A good illegal goal. Very very cool goal. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so and we're <laughs> I hear the Sabers fans are happy about that. We're checking them off, right? We we have a kick. We've got a high stick. We're gonna headbutt the next one. In. <laughs> it's. I really, I really need a good like hand pass into the net kind of thing. <laughs> right. I don't want the Islanders right to ever to score league. another legitimate goal against the Buffalo Sabres. I want it. I want it to be murky at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want it to be like. I want most Sabres fans to be like. Well, I guess if you look at this angle, it might be a good goal. <laughs> and then, and then they look at the other angle and they go, "No, that wasn't a good goal." Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's, cool. that's how I want them to play the Sabres for the rest of my life. Um, so. They've never had any bad calls go against them, ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't think of any particular scenarios in which a bad call really, really put them at a bad spot. Uh, the Sabres? No. No. Doesn't matter. Mo- moving on. Yeah, moving on. Um, okay, so they win the first two games. They look good. Um, and then they lose to, is it the Devils next? After the Sabres? No. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking awesome at this. No, it's fine. It, it, the Devils was their first loss, and that was an I OT think, loss. So I think, and then there was the two regulation losses in a row to Buffalo and um, Colorado. Yep, yep. So yeah, it's essentially three two win against the Sabers, one nothing win against the Coyotes, which they look really good in. Yeah, um, that goal was just playing out of his fucking mind. I go see Killers of the Flower Moon while the Islanders are playing the Devils, and I'm kind con- like, it, it was one of those ones where I was just like, I'm my phone is away, um, 
I was because I was just like one entranced by this thing, and two, you know, I, I just wanted to not be rude. So my phone's away, and I check right after five more overtime. That's you know that must have been a good game. And so that we're here. How did they look? Um, good on five on five. Good bad. The power play. Yeah, really, really, really. The, I mean, the feisty kill. five on five is best way to describe it. It seemed yeah. like one of those games where. It wasn't like, oh, man, they're rolling the Devils. It was a very competitive game at 5-on-5. Five five. But the Islanders had a lion's share of goals. Like, four Devils goals, all four regulation goals uh, for the Devils were on the power play. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you can't do the whole, we'll remove those goals, and the Islanders win fucking 4 nothing because who knows what would have happened. But, like, ultimately, yeah, the Islanders' 5-on-5 five five share of goals was 4 to nothing. Right. <laughs> like, right. So, ultimately, while the, the, the power play isn't kind of – it isn't isn't the issue the penalty kill I should say isn't isn't the issue in the game against the Avs. I'm skipping over the three to one loss in Buffalo. Uh, bad it's game. a bad it's a bad it's road. A bad it was game. a tough bad road game. It was like slow sloppy. It, you write it off Boring. like it not not even worth talking about really. Other than Alex Tuck, you will be you will be arrested. He's on the boo list. We will one. You're on the boo list. Two. Uh, we're coming to your place and. Placing you under citizen's arrest. He's on the blue list. He's on the other list too. Um, oh boy. So, uh, so it's fair to say the Devils and the Avs game was kind of similar, where you're you're playing against two high paced, uh, high paced offensive teams, and you're going tit for tat with them. It felt a lot like they they played a more controlled game against the Devils. The Avalanche game, it felt like that was they were they game. were they were losing firefight. You're you're. I mean, like. With the Avs, I understand like you got you got to score the goal somehow, but opening that game up and letting that one really let the horses out of the barn in that game was a mistake. That that turned into a track meet, and you were not going to win against the Avalanche in a track meet. You're going to have to frustrate them, and it didn't seem like that's the kind of game that they're that they were trying to play. They were like, "All right, you want to score? We'll fucking score too." And then it's yeah. like, "Oh wait, we don't have fucking Cal McCarr." Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so we're here. I'm not going to talk a ton about about the Avs. I'm just I'm going to say one thing. Oh boy, the MSG broadcast did a really good job talking up some of the best players who play in the NHL right now. And I okay, that's that's all, like that's all I'll say. If they were if you I were said saying, that's all I'll say, and then you started saying something else. If, if I were saying these things about Kale McCarr or Nathan McKinnon during a podcast, Desmond would be booing and hissing at me. Sure. Um, but either way, uh, really, really good, entertaining game. That again, they lose five to four to the Devils. They lose seven to four to the Avs. But this is it's yeah, a five to four game. It's a five. It's to a four. five to four game. Um, and then we're here. They play. They play the Senators, and they win three to two. They look good while they do it. The the biggest frustration I think watching this, which half the game you're watching, uh, half the game you're you're doing vocals, and then the last period you kind of watch. Yeah. So you didn't see. All the penalties. That no. was the toughest thing. I heard six minor penalties in the second period. Really tough, especially the, Man. they gave him a five-on-three opportunity at the beginning of the third. And hey, of... that, that's that's the story of the Devils game, too. The difference is that Ottawa's not as good as the Devils. Yeah. I mean, maybe you lose this game if Ottawa's a little better. Yeah. And, and that that's that's the thing that like is getting me, and I know Desmond brought it up quite a few times, too, in the chat, is like, it's a lot of mental mistakes, man. And like the team is really good when they can just, just stay five-on-five and keep their shit cool. The minute the frustration sets in, it seems like there's a little bit of mental weakness that's bleeding in from last year of this sort of like just falling off the rails and and just it's a, it's just aligned to the penalty box. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, I mean, that's kind of so. 
talking all talk, talking kind of around all of that, that's kind of that's kind of the story of the Islanders right now. Honestly, like I'm I'm thinking about I, I we kind of went through the outline. There's one other thing that I want to do, but ultimately I think we've said what we need to say. Like in short, they look good, but there's clearly a couple of problems here and who knows how much you read into it. Cause we're six games into a season. Yeah. Like you kind of let it play out and then you make bigger sweeping statements. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, say this is good. Keep this this way, or this needs to be tweaked or this needs to be radically changed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I want to do a uh, situation status with you just in terms of a couple of, couple of different things i mean one one being and and then kind of just news around the league uh and they kind of combine at the shane pinto thing oh yeah um but before we get into that i want to do uh an ad read from our sponsor DraftKings. <laughs> is this bad is this poor timing no no you're good this is rolling through it man uh, the NFL season is going strong and DraftKings sportsbook <laughs> is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Uh, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweet offer every game day this October. We're in. Uh, yeah, we're still in October. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I see. There's a there's a call for action here. <laughs> Upcoming games. Oh oh yeah. I should have probably looked that up. That's fine. No one's gonna listen to this. <laughs> no one at corporate's gonna listen to this. <laughs> Kyle at the hockey pod, hockey network. man, hockey news network. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, get in on the game, great. Get on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use the code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, new customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Uh, in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casinos and Resorts. Licensed partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus varies by jurisdiction, void in vo- void in Ontario, uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, <laughs> terms and responsible gaming resources. First of all, congratulations on seven episodes on the Hockey Podcast Network before getting booted off. <laughs> Second of all, I would love to hear like the top ten like best ad reads of that specific ad and see if you cracked it. I'm 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 kind of who's the uh, he's he's kind of like the intern or he's he's like uh, just getting the job. He's the intern at the news station and he's covering the basketball basketball highlights. <laughs> Oh, the boom goes the dynamite guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. That's kind of what's going on we with We should me, probably right? move on. Anyway, Shane Pinto. Um, so, yeah, thank you, DraftKings. Um, 
So Shane Pinter got busted for gambling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can't do that. 41 games, man. Uh, Holy fucking smokes. That's that's a lot of games. He must have really fucking fucked it. So, well, well put. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, it's a serious though, man. That sucks. It, it, it's serious, yes, but depending on what he did, that's we don't right. know what he did. That's that's the thing where I'm just like, it's a serious punishment. Yeah, for something that I really don't know much about. Like, yeah. if he's betting on teams, uh, like betting on games that he played in, that's pretty cool. Yes. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. I, I, <laughs> you're right. I'm forgetting that this is recorded. No, it's 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 not a good thing to do. You know, listen, it's not a good thing to here's, do. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You can say it's cool because it is. It's it's. We don't work for the NHL. No, like, we don't. We we can say these things without without penalty. It's cool if he doesn't have a gambling problem. If that, he has a gambling a problem, then it's not, I'm, I'm, re- the, I'm recanting my statement. It's no longer cool. Yes, but. this is a situation where it's like, if this guy was just like, fuck it, I'll put a thousand bucks on myself to score a goal tonight. <laughs> that is fucking cool. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Or even cooler if he goes, fuck it, I'll put a thousand bucks on the Kings to beat us tonight. <laughs> that's awesome. Especially, you know, it's, what's even funnier is if he does it from the press box. He's like, oh, you scratch me tonight? I'm watching anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, so, we but, don't even know if he's betting on hockey. He's betting on something, man. I, I, I was half listening to a 32 Thoughts update about it today, and they were super vague about about that Probably specifically, yeah. you know, Elliot's acting like he doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't actually know. I know he listens to the pod all the time, so if he wants to just shoot us a DM and, and kind of clarify, that would be great. But yeah, it, it, it seems kind of like <laughs> it, it seemed like either they truly didn't know or they kind of had a lead on it and, and couldn't say just yet. But yeah, I mean, that certainly was a, a the thing that held up the contract talks. Apparently, uh, they 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 were told by the league. Everybody hold your fucking horses. You know, mm-hmm. it seemed like it was an RFA holdout kind of thing, and, and it, right. it's now revealed that it was it was much more serious than that. And, and the league literally told both sides, "Stop negotiating. We need to, we need to figure something out." And uh, they figured it out, man. They 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 were very they obviously were sure about what happened. Is the best thing I can say at this juncture without knowing any information. Yeah, to hand out a penalty like that, they know that they that something happened. Number one, and that they don't like it. Would you trade for Shane Pinto if he was available? Would you uh, trade Oliver Wallstrom for Shane Pinto if he was available? At this moment in right. time, with knowing nothing, this no. moment in time, okay. Only, yeah. only because, and not that not, and this isn't like an Oliver Wallstrom thing. It's just that. Well, let's say the guy. I mean, man, let's get real cold here. Let's say the guy really does have a gambling problem. Of course. I mean, you don't you don't want that around. And I hope yeah. the guy. And if he does, you you only hope he gets better. But it, do you, you, can, you know, you don't if, trade for that. If he has a gambling problem, you can only hope that the team that he's kind of like tied to does does the the right thing which right. is like help the guy out and rehabilitate him yeah uh and then and, and, and then you go from here that. like from that pod that apparently ottawa did i mean i can't say they did that because uh, i don't know what the severity of this issue is but they did stand by him in the sense that yeah i saw say, the statement that they made yeah they, they they certainly you know didn't hold it against him and and immediately go oh, fuck this and, and just try trading this asset before anybody knew about it although the nhl may have actually vetoed that trade if it happened because right. they did tell everybody to sort of like you know hold their horses but they they didn't throw one of the dogs. They didn't leak anything to you know get him at a cheaper number. I mean they, they didn't they didn't do anything but just do what they were told, which is just stop, let them figure this out, and then and then go from there. So I mean, it, it seems like hopefully he's in good hands over there in Ottawa, no matter what happens. Um. Yep. Absolutely. Uh. Hopefully. So uh uh, 
one other thing that I definitely want to talk about for a second is, um, do you know there's an outdoor game on Sunday? I'm hearing this. I heard that um, only because Connor McDavid got hurt. Right. That's the only reason I know the Heritage Classic is this week. And I should. It is. It's this weekend. And I. Sh- it's like one of those. Like it's. It's so funny. Like. It's a classic. Let's make fun of the NHL because they didn't market this thing. But at the end of the day, this is like this is like a Canada. Like I'm it's sure if Canada. we lived in Canada, we'd be hearing a little bit more about it. Yeah, I think so too. It, and it, it's it's an heritage classic. Isn't like it's, it's around a thing this time that's of been year. around. Too. Yep, and yeah. it's around this time of year usually. So I'm, I shouldn't be so surprised. But I was like, there's a fucking outdoor game this, this yeah. Sunday. Jesus it, it just kind of goes to show that it, it, none of them will ever have the sort of gravitational pull the Winter Classic has. But that's fine. I, I'm not. I'm not one of these like oh fucking too many goddamn outdoor games. Because no. number one, what is it to me? I don't give a shit. Like it's, yeah. it still counts in the standings. So I don't care if they lose their luster per se because the Winter Classic is still awesome. awesome. Yeah. I still love the Winter Classic and the outdoor, other outdoor games. Like okay, sure. Like if I catch the highlights and look at the cool scenery, like that's fine. They're, the fans love it. They're good for local events. Yep, that's the. That's I'd like the, to go to one. Once. Always. Me too. Me too. I, I own those Rangers this year. It's probably ridiculous money. Uh, yeah, I was already asked if I'm going to that, and I was like. Dude, I only have like two credit cards. <laughs> like I can't, I can't fucking do that. Um, so yeah, but but uh, uh, the other reason I bring that up is Oilers situation. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I listen. I think the Oilers went too quickly from the punching bag of the league to well, clearly Stanley Stanley Cup contenders, yeah. and I don't like that. I think they need to eat a little more shit, even though they've done nothing but eat shit since I was born. Basically, they went to a, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, I should say I should say like since like 2008 or nine, they've done nothing but eat since shit since that but, cup final. Yeah, yeah, pretty and much. And even then, they were an eight seed that went on a run. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I think the Oilers are in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. I think um, obviously McDavid out only like a week or two, but yeah. he couldn't have come at a worse time. Um, that goaltending stinks out loud. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. You hear a lot of like, I, I wouldn't say too many people gave too much shit about the Sorokin contract because it was pretty reasonable. But yeah, there's still all that like, I oh, gotta put all that money in a goalie, and I'm like. Yeah, dude, look what happens when you don't. You're stuck between Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner, and they both fucking suck. Like, yeah. I know Skinner was pretty good last year, but it's not looking good now. He's young. He's young, so it's... Maybe he doesn't knows. suck, but he sucks right now. Right, right. Uh, That's for sure. And it's a shame because I, I always root for a, a guy coming off the Leafs to be better than he was on the Leafs. Yeah, Jack Campbell. Uh, yeah. I, I, man, I remember watching Jack Campbell when he was a junior, and like he was supposed to be awesome. I mean, and then, it's, it's, goalies are tough. I mean, any any player is tough to read. Yeah. Um, but I think the Oilers are in a little trouble. I, I don't think they're like I don't think they're like miss the playoffs trouble. But like no, I don't think so either. But I, I, like the more you look at it, you're like, oh. here's here's <laughs> the real trouble, right? So they're one four and one right now. They're losing two nothing to the Rangers right now. So that it's potential one five and one. Yeah. Um but you know, it's still early in that game. I think it's ten minutes in. It's one of those like you see shit all the time. Oh, they were losing two nothing, game ends six to three or whatever. Sure. Um Jesus Christ, the Flyers won again too. Oh my god. What's up with that, man? Tortorella man. What's going on I've with that? I've always liked that guy. I've always liked that guy as a coach. Do we think the Rangers are getting that classic Laviolette bump right now? Like yeah, the, that first year Laviolette yeah, situation? Um, I, I don't I, I, I don't take them seriously. That team is fake. I don't take them seriously. Hey, speaking of teams that uh, fucking just are really screwing the pooch like the Oilers, the Capitals suck. Yeah, the Capitals aren't very good. Who are actually better than the Oilers right now, I think? Well, one, four right and one, one four and one is tough to be worse than that. Oof. Um, Ovechkin, yeah. one goal. Is there any 
we'll 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 end off on this kind of. Is there any outside of the Islanders playing? Is there any games you're looking forward to that that stand out or or like players that you're looking forward to seeing that you haven't really gotten a chance to watch yet this I year? I do want to watch. I know you're not gonna love this, but I do want to watch the Debrinket and um, Larkin connection. Uh, Debrinket on on the boo good. list. Uh, on the boo list to bring it, but I do. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that's going because the reason that I, I'm always fascinated by that team is that their forward group, I feel like, has gotten a similar treatment to the Islanders, particularly because it's like, yeah, there's some nice pieces there, but who's the star? And I feel like Dylan Larkin and Matt Barzell get put in the same conversation a lot a as guys bit. who are like good, but like, are they that like that star? You know, and. Yeah. I think it's kind of encouraging for a guy like Barzell to see Larkin now. Like, hey, it's only like what six, seven games in the season for them, but I think he's like tied for the league leading points, or he was as, as of like yesterday. Yeah, and like, so it, it's cool to see some proof of concept that if the correct player gets put on your wing, suddenly you go from like a sixty-five to seventy-five point guy, and and maybe now you're in this upper echelon of eighty 90, plus. Sure. You know, like, so it, it kind of makes you like mouthwater a little bit. Like, all right, can they get a similar kind of winger next to Barzell? I really want that to happen. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to checking that out and seeing what all the hype's about. I'm kind of looking forward to missing every Rangers game this year because there's no point in watching. Um, yeah. I'm going to watch every San Jose Sharks game because I it, because <laughs> it's a lot like a really bad car accident, <laughs> like where you don't want to look, but you kind of you're driving by and you're doing the whole rubber net. Oh man, I can't look away. Yeah. That's how uh, I feel about the Sharks. We'll see. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to watch yeah. them. I do want to watch one. I want to watch one. I like the change of the jerseys yeah. where they got – it's just all the teal now. It's pretty cool. It's good stuff. But uh, that, that team's a fucking disaster, so. They're, uh, they're tough in the sense that – They're supposed um, to suck. It's – it's for me, right now, I'm just watching the Islanders and the Avalanche, uh, which is already a, a big enough commitment as it is. Yeah. Uh, because I'm just like, especially in October, I'm like, I got, I, I have movies to watch. I don't analyze too hard this in this month. When it comes yeah, to I like really I don't. feel like when December, January rolls around, I'll start being like, wait for the injuries to roll in for every team. Wait, wait for you know the the teams to adjust the systems, and then we'll, we'll really we'll shake it out the second week of November. When the top dogs and the interesting teams start coming out, like in when when they start to like uh make themselves apparent. That's when I go, okay, now there's games that I can kind of pinpoint and be like, oh, fuck, Wednesday the Stars are playing the, yeah. you know, whoever. The Stars right. are playing the Jets, whatever. Uh, that'll be a game because of this. So, yeah, this early on it's just like, all right, you know, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, all right. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's hop off one one last thing just because I like – because this is one, one thing I get in the habit of asking everyone. You got a record and a movie that you can recommend to people that you've recently been listening to or watched? Ooh, okay. Oh, man, put me on the spot. Movies. I've watched a lot of movies lately because my girlfriend's a big she's, movie. She's uh, got really good taste. She's making you watch a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's dude. It's so funny to see you log on Letterboxd. I was going to say, let me pop open Letterboxd, which I never thought I would ever have, and see what I've watched recently. Uh, we, we just watched Gone Girl the other day. Which I love that movie. Man, that's, that was fucking nuts, man. That might be my top three Finchers, and that's... um. That might be my favorite crime, American crime movie of the uh, 2010s. Yeah, it definitely got me, man. I mean, it's it's not what you think it's gonna be. Roseman like Pike, five dude. times. Yeah. Um. But as far as like recommending, uh, I just watched No Country for Old Men, but that's not really breaking any classical, ground by saying that's awesome. Classical movie. I will say maybe one that less people have seen than the two I just mentioned. We just watched Drive, and that's a lot of fun. Drive rocks. If you like fun, 
wash drive. Like it's not it's not as heavy as any of the other stuff that we just talked about. It's just like yeah, dude. It, it, it's like you you watch it and at the end all you can think is like. Man, Ryan Gosling's so cool, dude. Want a cool He's just fucking jacket. cool. Yeah, yeah, I just want the. But it's like Jeremy said, you you want the jacket, but you, you know can't. you can't wear you can't it. Pull you know, it off. That, no exactly. I want to put on the jacket. Yeah, I don't want to wear it in public, but I do want to put it on. Uh, there's there's a pretty interesting Ryan Gosling. There's a bunch of interesting Ryan Gosling as a cool guy movies. Um, but there's one that's that's actually a pretty interesting, uh, like double feature with Drive, which is Place Beyond the Pines. I just watched. Okay. Um, it is uh, structurally very strange, but not like super strange. But it's structurally not not like a regular movie. Cool. Um, but it's got Ryan Gosling riding around in a cool motorcycle. I like that. Yeah. I, like, I like movies like that. Yeah. The older I get, the more I want to see movies like uh, like that or like um, what the fuck, Escape from New York. I had a lot of fun with. Because <laughs> That's just, just want to watch a cool guy hanging out. I just want. I really just am starting to like movies. It's it's almost like those tweets where it's like guy who's at a hundred coffees. Like, oh, you gotta have this like single roast whatever origin thing. And then guys at a thousand coffees. Yo, if you tried McDonald's, <laughs> like that's, I feel like I'm going that's there. The, that, that, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, love that. Without love having that. watched a thousand movies, I feel like I'm already getting back to like I just want to want to see Kurt Russell ride a motorcycle. You know? Yes. Like, yep. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but as far as records, uh, I've been back on. I've been kind of back to my roots a little bit lately where I kind of I kind of ventured away I was listening to a lot of that new boy genius record for a while Just and them. that record that you recommended to me via Tommy PT Bam Tommy that's Saturnia uh the record oh, yeah, gum yeah, yeah. or sorry the record Saturnia by gum I checked that out a few times that was cool but now I'm I think I'm just really really excited about the news of Mike Portnoy re- rejoining <laughs> Dream Theater <laughs> <laughs> I listened to like every Dream Theater record in the last 24 hours. Um, new Stephen Wilson record's cool. I know this is yeah, like a really lot good. of records, but I've been kind of bouncing um, on a lot of things lately. But yeah, it's been it's been like the the progressive sort of metal that I grew up on with you that I've been just, yeah just going back to yeah you know the the uh, right back to where it all started. Dad gave me that. My dad came home with the Train of Thought Dream Theater CD and said, "I watched Live at Budokan last night." Yeah, that's cool. Fucking yeah, awesome. yeah, that's it's cool. fucking awesome, man. Um. All right, that's a good note as any to end on. Uh, watch Live at Budokan by Dream Theater. <laughs> that's that's my my record recommendation. You gotta watch the record. You can listen to it too. I'm sure there's just that MP3. Yeah. Anyway, Wave, whatever. All right, that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>